episode is powered by Safety FM. Well, welcome to the Safety Consultant Podcast. I'm your host, Sheldon Primus. This is the podcast where I teach you about the business of being a safety consultant. We talk about OSHA compliance sometimes. We talk general safety and health. Talk about your mindset. All those good stuff, right? We want to make sure that you guys got the tools that you need to get your business going. Come on. Come on. Hey, I forgot to mention this. Just in case you guys didn't know, the music that you guys are hearing on the show is mine. Yes, yes, it's my music. I am a producer. It's been a while since I've done it. I actually have to work on that a little bit more. Get back to my music. My musical roots. So, yeah, that's me. Uh, I guess uh, I'm trying to remember uh, where to get that, but I don't know. You guys might have to look me up. Uh, I'll have to figure that one out, how to how to share that with you guys. I do have something on Disctopia that I have my music on. <sighs> I should be more prepared, right? Show notes. <laughs> that's, that's what we need by show notes. Me should be more prepared, but that's okay. Yeah. You guys that are really uh, good with internet, you can look it up real quick. Uh, Dystopia is where my music is housed, and it would be Primetime Shell. That is the name that I'm using when I'm doing my production. Come on, man, don't laugh at me. Everybody's going to have a name. All right, all right, there you go. So look that up. You'll be able to find it somewhere, I'm pretty sure. I'm giving you guys homework. And so welcome, welcome, welcome. We've got a great, great interview today. Uh, you guys are going to get uh, some really good information that is coming to you. Uh, but before I do that, I'm going to go ahead and look up what we've got going on the both Charitable and see the, uh, the audience that we have right now. And then not only the audience, I also want to make sure that I, uh, I let you know where we are on the charts because you guys have been doing your best to get me going on the Apple and all the other uh, charts and where I could see myself move up a little bit on the rankings. And the best way to do that is to uh, subscribe to the podcast. And then when you know somebody, or at least if you know somebody that says, hey, you want to get into safety consulting or you want to be a consultant for your company, because that's generally what we all are, right? We're, we're the consultant for our own company for safety and health. So I know a show that you should be looking at and dude is funny. That's what you're going to say, right? Exactly those words. Dude is funny. All right, go ahead. Practice with me. Dude is funny. (laughs) All right, there we go. So that's what you're going to end up uh, just sharing it with some people, whoever in your network that you believe is someone who could use uh, understanding a little bit more about safety, especially my OSHA compliance episodes for you people that are U.S. based and you need to get OSHA compliant. Uh, I do a lot of those things as well. So first, let's tell you where everyone is listening from, according to my charts and uh, saying welcome to you all. 
thank you for listening in Ireland, US, obviously, Ireland, Germany, UK, Vietnam, Chile, Philippines, Spain, Canada, India, Turkey, France, Thailand. It's probably my family. <laughs> Azerbaijan, Nicaragua, Pakistan, Saudi Arabia, Australia, Norway, Zimbabwe, UAE, Belgium, Chesnia, Denmark, Egypt, Netherlands, Portugal, and Russia. Man, I appreciate you guys listening and being part of the show. That is really awesome. And uh, just thank you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being part of the show. So let's uh, show you guys where I am on the charts. And the charts is the part where you're sharing with friends, you're telling people about it, uh, you're listening more, you're engaging. And engaging is usually uh, just truly go to safetyconsultantpodcast.com. You're going to see a microphone icon. You just select that microphone icon and then you can talk to the show. Uh, another way is to do a rating, uh, whatever you're listening to me right now. If you take the time and you uh, do a review of the show, uh, that'd be awesome. Awesome. I've uh, actually don't have, I've got some ratings. So thank you so much for giving me the ratings. I, I see the ratings. I don't have that many reviews, uh, which is a little bit of sad. <laughs> so if you do have a review that you want to say, especially uh, just tell me a little bit about how you're, you're feeling about the show. Uh, I'll really appreciate that. So um, Apple or any of the other ones. All right, so let's show you where I am on the actual uh, listing right now. So currently, the Safety Consultant Podcast, which is Safety Consultant with Sheldon Primus. I think you guys know about that one. You guys know. In the U.S., I'm actually out of the government market. So that means in government, that's my uh, category. So that means you guys in the U.S., uh, share the show, please. I want to be in the, the U.S. ranking with Apple. Just to boost me up a little bit there. So talk to any of your safety professionals that you know. And they don't have to be consultants. They just have to be interested in the field of safety. And go ahead and uh, you know, help get me listed on the U.S. ranking. And this is the Apple Podcast ranking. So Saudi Arabia, excellent job sharing the show. I'm 109. South Africa, thank you for sharing. I'm 209 in that market. I'm number 92 in India, in your market. Thank you so much. Turkey, I'm number 89 in your government category for podcasting. I appreciate that. Thank you. Chile, I am 72 in the ranking. Wow, you guys are awesome. Thank you. And I really, really appreciate everybody for, for sharing. And uh, let me go ahead and uh, let you know the top listing that I have currently. Right now, I am 23 in Cutter. And of course, I've been told that you could say Cutter, you could say Qatar. Uh, but thank you guys so much for ranking me in there. You guys have been really, really excellent. I mean, I appreciate that. 
And on Chartable, it looks like for the global reach, I'm 180 in my category. And on Chartable listing, uh, not the Apple listing, I'm out of Apple, but in Chartable, it's got me U.S. government at 149. So that's a, a different category altogether. So I really appreciate you. You guys, thank you so much. All right, gang. So let me tell you a little bit about the episode today. Uh, today, we have a former student of mine and only for the OSHA classes. Uh, he was getting his OSHA um, just to be able to teach the 10 to 30 hour OSHA classes and got to meet Justin. And Justin has a company called Barksdale Safety Solutions. So Justin Barksdale, I was just really proud to see his growth this year. It has been awesome. I've been taking account of how he's doing, and I asked him to join the show. Open the hood a little. Let us see underneath. Let's see how you're doing. And he was very, very gracious in everything that he's been telling me and in turn telling you guys in the audience to help get you what you need as far as some confidence in being a safety consultant. Uh, those of you that are currently working and you're trying to think, how can I do this consulting job and my current job at the same time? Uh, Justin's a guy just like you then. He's doing this um, and he tells us when I told him, uh, asked him a question about how it, as far as hiring people and getting them uh, into his system and when did he decide to do that? And he truly said it from the beginning. He needed someone to help him since he was doing a lot of this part time. So I just really, really uh, just amazed at his growth and how everything has been working really well with his company and much, much, much more growth to him and Barksdale Safety Solutions in the future. So get ready to hear something really cool. You guys are going to really enjoy it. Uh, let me know how you uh, like the episode as you leave your reviews on whatever uh, podcast you're, you're listening to me service-wise. And without any further delay, let's go ahead and I'm going to introduce to you and let Justin introduce himself to you, Mr. Justin Barksdale. All right. Well, welcome to the Safety Consultant with Sheldon Primus. This week, I have Justin Barksdale. Justin, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and maybe even how we met. How's that? Yeah, thanks, Sheldon. Uh, Justin Barksdale with Barksdale Safety Solutions. Uh, met Sheldon earlier this year uh, in one of the OSHA uh, instructor classes for OSHA General Industry. And incredible guy, incredible instructor, love learning from him and the team there. And uh, really, really just sparked, you know, what I'm doing as a consultant and uh, gave me some things to feed off of. So uh, I, I'm just excited to talk to you again, Sheldon, honestly. <laughs> uh, me too. I just love seeing when uh, when people or, or, or students actually get just motivated, you get going, you're doing it, and then you, you actually branch off. And now there's Barksdale safety wow how yeah. did that how did that uh how did it all start start with that and then we'll go with how uh how you got into safety after that so, so right. tell, tell us how, how you decided with the the consultancy and, and how to get that going what you yeah, do so I'll, you know and i'll say this i've been in safety for about 15 years and worked uh you know contractors been working for plant companies and client companies. And so really about, I would say five years ago, so 2018, um, 
got an interest in just doing something part time and wanted to kind of fill my Fridays with uh, it was going to be an insurance type gig and started started my LLC because of that to earn a little extra income. We're one income family and I was looking for creative ways to use my skills to go out and make a little extra money for the family. And uh, that's what sparked, you know, getting my LLC and, and starting this journey. Um, you know, I, through the years, I, I really did very minimal. And, and then in the last, I'd say 18 months, I had this just huge interest to just start ramping up and doing more marketing, you know, getting my website where I wanted it. And uh, it has just snowballed from there and continues to snowball. We're uh, we're excited for the growth we've had this year and some of the, the clients we've served and um, just super excited for my team. It's not just me anymore. I have now one full-time employee and other part-time employees where we're just yes. going and doing a great job for our, con- our, our clients. And um, it's it's just refreshing to see, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's uh, it brings its own pressure to you when you got somebody on board, and you have to make right. sure that you got your your company set up so you can help them and keep them where they could have their business and supply for their family and all that. So I know that's that extra pressure that you get as a boss now, right? That's right, and it's been really so. Being a safety professional has been one thing. It's relearning the business aspect that has been uh, a growth challenge for me. And I'm a very growth mindset person. I believe in continuous learning, right? We're always learning. We're trying to learn new things. And and as I consult, you know, I'm learning things, but I'm learning how to run a business and how to make a profit and and what does that mean? And so um, that has been, you know, the challenge, but it's been a great challenge for me. I, I'm taking it in the bull by the horn, so to speak, and, and getting after it. And uh, it's, it's really helped me clear my head about what kind of key results and the economic objectives do I want to reach in 2024. And so some of those things I've been learning and reading about and in books, and I've read your book, Sheldon. Uh, and it was like, you know, I had, I had started all this before I met you and started, you know, before I really understood your community and what you've been building around the safety consultant and, um, uh, all of the things you offer for folks. And I'm like reading this and I'm like, this is exactly what I've been doing, you know, for the last five years. It's just now more progressive, more detailed things and uh, just refreshing that there's other people out there interested in doing what we do to help folks. Um, and at the end of the day, it's about getting people home safely, um, whether you're doing that for you know, a corporation, are you doing that as a safety consultant um, for, for many corporations or, or little small mom and pop type shops? You know, that's that's the exciting part about it for me uh, is the entrepreneurial side of what we do. So oh, that's awesome. So tell us your safety journey. How did you actually get into to safety? Just so that uh, people know your, your background before you even got into consulting. Yeah. So, you know, I was, uh, my whole family were a long line of scaffold builders in the plants. And uh, I was the first one to actually go get a college degree. I scaffold built right out of high school. And wow. when I, was, I was in uh, going to be a school teacher and I was out in a plant doing turnarounds, building scaffolds every moment that I could, just working hard, trying to trying to make my way. And uh, I met a safety guy. And that that safety guy really sparked my interest. It was a behavioral based safety course we went through at the plant that I was, you know, building scaffolds in and then found out that the college I was going to actually had a safety program. 
I got plugged into that and loved it ever since. And so, you know, from there, I've uh, I've worked, like I said, contract for contractors. And then I, I moved into, I worked for a chemical plant for about four years. Uh, and then the power side. So I've got a, a plethora of, of industry knowledge and seeing different things. In 2014, I earned my CSP. Uh, so I graduated with a GSP from, from college and then got my CSP. And that's that's been a game changer for me as far as career wise. You know, you can do a lot of things when you have those credentials and other credentials, obviously. But uh, it's 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 been one to, you know, just help propel me to learn more, to to keep pushing me in that growth mindset. And so one of the things I really want to make sure that I communicate with you today is like I've never stopped learning even from college. Right. So every day I'm trying to learn something new. And, uh, you know, been doing this now 15 years and I look back and I'm like, whoa, you know, how, how, how do we get like this far, you know, three children later and uh, we're, we're, we're running a business now and uh, just exciting times. And you look up and now, you know, the things you've learned from other people is just you start taking it and you, and you, you know, so I don't know if that helps, but uh, it's, it's been a journey. You know, mm-hmm. from industrial hygiene work to just being a plant safety specialist to running programs for corporations. I did all that. And so I, I felt like, you know, jumping into consultancy is going to be a good thing for me um, because I do have that that background and that plethora of knowledge in many different areas. And I can see it. I can see it from either the contractor's perspective or a client facility or even into the insurance side of things as some of my jobs we do are are you know, insurance related. So, but. Hmm. Wow. That's a great journey. Uh, do you like feel that, um, when you, well, before I even ask, let's, let's see, how did you decide when it was time for you to go ahead and, and get your LLC and, and become your own boss? What was there a driver to get you to, to make that final decision? Yeah, I think at first it was just, man, I, I really wanted to, uh, I started looking into, okay, if I'm going to do extra work, um, you know, how, how does that need to be structured? Look into LLC and, and thinking about all the liabilities that go with that. If you're going to do consulting work, you need to have the right insurance. You need to make sure you're covered from that end. And then from a tax implication perspective, it was just the right move to go ahead and have the LLC run it through there. And then the liabilities are on the company versus me personally. And so, Initially, it was just to get to have for later. And now it's been, hey, we have an LLC and now other folks are paid from that. And it's just anyway, it's it's grown and the need for it has absolutely grown. You know, a Sheldon, just last year, I really this this past year, I've really worked on defining, you know, in the beginning, it was uh, in the beginning, it was all about you know, trying to just establish the, the, the business structure, right? Well, this Mm -hmm. last year I've been focused on vision and mission and really having that for my small business and knowing where we're going. Right. And so I'll just share with that real quickly, because I think the earlier you do that, um, the better off you're going to be. And when you can clearly articulate the vision and the mission and you get other people on board with that, then your team is a collective team and you're all coming to work excited, doing the, the things you do for your client, you know? And so I think that's helped, but our, our vision, and it's simple. We see a world where everyone goes home from work safely and the lives of people are valued. 
And then what drives that and the mission behind all that and why we exist is that we exist to educate, equip, and empower our organizations to create safety in their workplace. And that looks different depending on the client. Uh, we, we have a lot of our clientele. We have a, a, a nice size CPR first aid training business, uh, mostly uh, online. We're doing a lot more in person. Uh, but I have three, three, uh, three instructors right now and adding instructors, and we're doing uh, a whole a plethora of training completely virtually because through the AHA, we can actually uh, do that still as long as we follow the right guidelines and issue nurses and, uh, you know, the healthcare side of things, those clientele all through that virtual aspect. So that's www.getbls.com if you want to check that out later, but that you can sign up for our classes and see that we have that there. So that's a whole clientele there that we're educating. We're, we're helping them get certified their two year certification in um, first aid CPR. So that's been a big thing for us. You know, the other aspect is we've taken on a couple clients that are on a, I would call a retainer basis and where we're going in every month doing their safety meetings, doing their fire extinguisher inspections, doing the things that they just don't really have time to do. And that's, that's kind of been a, a big helpful thing. You know, we're getting paid monthly to come in and be their eyes and ears for the, the management team and to make sure we're, we're, you know, checking the compliance box for them, but also denoting things that, hey, they need to work on or maybe we can help them with. And then the other aspect we're going to start really, um, you know, ramping up in the next year is, is our supply side. So we're, we're kind of starting to become this one-stop shop one for stop. safety. And uh, I, lo- I love it because my team is just seeing that and we're helping our clients depending on the need. Um, it's not a one-size-fit-all kind of thing for us. We go into a client and we may write procedures for them. We may conduct training. We may do a, a project. And the, one of the coolest things that we've done, I think, is actually um, doing new hire orientations and going in and filming uh, the facility and making a customized solution for them uh, and, and being able to give that where it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's more their people and it's not just this voiceover. It's, it's a real live person standing up in front of a camera, you know, talking from their plant. We did that for one of our clients at one of their turnarounds. And I wish I could show the video, Sheldon. Uh, yeah. we, coined, we coined this phrase, uh, burn, burn, burn. And what does caustic do to you? It burn, burn, burns. They said that the year prior that uh, my client said that, you know, they had like 24 caustic burns at this facility. After this turnaround, watching that video, everybody was walking around laughing about burn, burn, burn. What does caustic do to you? And they said they had very little. I think it was three that they counted actual caustic burn. So going drastic changes because of the impact that we're making on people to think about things differently. And that's just one example. But um, as you can tell, I'm pretty amped up and excited about the work that we're doing uh, to change lives and to create safety. So I want to go back to that. It's, It's all about empowering, educating, equipping, empowering organizations to own it, you know, own safety and uh, do it, do it with excellence, uh, care about people. And it can be achieved when you have a leadership team that that wants to do that. And you have employees who who want to get engaged and helping them get, become engaged, showing them how to do that. That's 
that's really powerful to me. Yeah. Now let's open up the hood a little so everyone could see underneath. So if you could remember like, uh, like way back when, when you, you landed your first client, well, what was your, your technique to, to first attract a client? And then, uh, did you have to work on, you know, structuring your proposal and, uh, and all that stuff? What, if you can just, just tell us how that was for, for yeah. first attaining the client. And then what did your proposal kind of look like? You know, a lot of my clients have actually been folks I've worked with before, um, whether, you know, past project or uh, for the facility. And, you know, I just called and I candidly said, listen, I'm, I'm starting to do some stuff on the side. Um, obviously, want to want to just throw out my services to you if, if you need an extra hand, an extra set of eyes. And I would make that contact and just build relationship with folks, remind them, you know, uh, of what I can do. And, and a lot of the folks said, and Justin, let me think about that. And so, you know, uh, I, I remember distinctively my first new client, like a person that hadn't really worked with me before. Um, very, very interesting conversation. I got a call from a guy I know that works there and he's in leadership there. He knew me, but never worked around me and knew what I, I did. And he was calling for some advice. He was calling about label making, honestly. He's like, man, we've got all this Hascom issue and I know we need these labels, but I know you're a safety guy, but can you tell me more? I said, do you know I do this like on the side? Like I can probably come in and give you an assessment and do a compliance assessment, tell you what all that you need. And he said, I tell you what, why don't you uh, why don't you write a proposal for us to come in and give us a full blown compliance assessment? All from a conversation about I have a need. I need, I need you labels. to take a look at my labels. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's I think it's knowing um, just tapping into your existing network, honestly, and asking. It's, it's not going to hurt to ask. Now, you know, I've tried very hard not to be the pushy salesperson. But the fact of the matter is, as a consultant, and especially if you're the business owner, you're going to have to put yourself out there and learn how to build the relationship and understand, you know, how to make the sale, close the deal. And those are things I've had to grow in. Um, that's not that wasn't my strong suit in the beginning. But as the more I've done it and, and, and really and truly all it is, is having a conversation and letting people know that you care, that you have a solution to the problem. And that's the reason why I call my company Barksdale Safety Solutions. You know, we have solutions. It's not the same old thing over and over again, but it's multiple custom tailored, whatever you want to call it, solutions for whatever yeah. problem is out there. Uh, I don't know if that helps. Uh, mm-hmm. but no, it, that helps because a lot of people, when they first get started, that's um, a question I get often is uh, how do I get started and how do I get new clients? So I usually tell them first start with your friends and family uh, it, because they already know you. <laughs> they, already, right. they already know what to expect and uh, they may actually be looking for something. And if you don't ask, you'll never know. So first start with your network that's close to you. And then after you start getting them, then you could, I, I like to say for extra relationship, meaning uh, ask them. Uh, you might come back next year to do something. Or if you see a proposal and you're doing a proposal for Hascom, hey, let's do some training with the Hascom. So now you just 2X'd it. And then uh, is, do you know anybody that needs some help? Right. And you've got 3X in that relationship. Exactly. And then that's usually, um, it's always cheaper to retain a client than to make a new client. And uh, 
And then the other thing I always mention is from first meeting and handshake to actual signed contract, it may take some time. I usually say it could get up to sometimes nine to a year, nine months to a year, sometimes a year and a half. Uh, are you experiencing that same thing? Yeah, I mean, it's planting seeds and then you may not hear anything for months to a year and then all of a sudden somebody remembers, hey, remember that Barksdale? I think it's Barksdale Safety or, hey, call Justin. He knows. And it's just conversations and word of mouth. Um, You know, I had a client the other day, finally, this is, I've had my website for three years and I've worked very hard. I built it myself. You know, I've taught myself all that. That was a big, big lift in my opinion. I could have paid money to do that, but I had my first client find me online Google safety consultants and they found me and, and inquired online. That was my very first one. And that took three years to do. And I was amazed by that. People have seen my website and they've commented on it, but this was the first inquiry that I actually have now landed work. And that didn't take very long from that very, very initial conversation. Um, but I will say, and I'll go back to this, you know, not only call your friends and family, but call, call other consultants, you see them on LinkedIn, you see them in the safety consultant network, call them up, message them and, and ask them, hey, pick their brain a little bit. Some of them are willing to do that. And um, that's I'm going to be honest with you. That's what I did. A, 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 a very well-known guy from the ASSP, don't want to mention his name, but I called him up or emailed him and just said, hey, can I have 30 minutes of your time? And he said, yeah, let's pick a day. And I explained what I wanted. I said, listen, I just want to ask you, you've been doing consulting for 20 years how do you do it? And and I got and I was just looking through some of the notes that he gave me. And this was, I think, I think uh, a couple of years ago before I really got good and going. And, um, you know, it's just amazing. The other things that you can learn if you if you really put your mind to it and, and ask your network, talk to folks, um, you know, and I'll say, Sheldon, I I pray about everything we do, <laughs> like I really do. Um, yeah. if, you're, if you're a man or woman of faith, I just encourage you to do that because that's honestly, um, I've gotten work just just knowing that God's provided, and I just thought I'd throw that in there. But that's um, it's it's amazing when you um, if you put your mind to what you know what you're trying to do, and you ask, asking's not going to hurt anything. And, uh, you don't, you don't ask, you don't get honestly. (laughs) So, um, and you may get a thousand no's, you know, but that one call, that one relationship you built or thing you mentioned, uh, somebody can remember. And, and I, I, I'll keep this in mind, everything Mm -hmm. that I do, you know, people are watching, uh, people are seeing. And so we try to do things with excellence, uh, in everything that we do, whether we're at a meeting and we're representing well, you know, ASSP meeting or online, we want to be professional in every um, place that people can see because they're going to remember that. They're going to remember your professionalism. They're going to remember how you treated them. And uh, that's that's some of the little basic things that I think about, like how I believe this thing has grown for me. Mm-hmm. And, and it's it's still growing, and I'm I'm you know I'm thankful for that, and I want to see that continue um, and reach our goals and keep going, just just to help as many people as we can, you know, within our within our little sphere in our little part of the world, right? There's a lot oh, yeah. of work out there, a lot of people that need help in the safety, so it, it can be done. 
<laughs> yeah. And then what's your, uh, your philosophy when it comes to uh, trying to um, expand the business through travel? Uh, so you know that I'm a full-time traveler and I try to uh, do my best to, uh, to route things where I'm going to go from a job to a job and, and have some fun and see things while I'm going there. Uh, was that one of the things you had to figure out is how can you uh, expand the business through travel or did you just try to stay local? You know, per, for me personally, I, I do try to stay local, but I, I will say in the in the pair, uh, excuse me, the the states closest to me, um, you know, I've traveled as I'm, I'm in Louisiana and I traveled as far as Tennessee um, and Texas and Mississippi for my clients. Will we go out of state? Absolutely. Um, for me, as a as a young dad, I've got three children, eleven, eight, and and three. They need me home. And they need you. They they need me home. <laughs> That's right. So you know, most of our work is um, is local. Obviously, we're we're in a very heavy industrial corridor down in the south and South Louisiana. So there's there's plenty of work, but um, we do do things nationwide. But at the same time, you know, I love hearing your stories because you get to travel now and see different things. And and maybe one day when uh, my kids are grown and gone, I might consider that, you know, but uh, that's, that's uh, the plan. That's <laughs> fun, <you know? laughs> when they get growing and they're able to you know handle their their own lives and you there, you're encouraging them and then you get to expand and, and go right. out and see it. And, you know, that's uh, a lot of us when we first get married. That's that's the conversation we have with the spouse, you know, is <laughs> like. When our time comes, we're going to go travel. <laughs> well, oh, well, good. You know, it, it's it's about you know just connecting, and whether you want to travel, there's opportunities abroad. There's opportunities within the state, uh, depending on what you want to do and and what you want to focus on. I've, I'd say I'm more of a generalist. But we do have some very focused areas that I believe our company is kind of targeted um, for for our clients, and so uh, we're we're trying to do our best with that and optimize the services and products that we have. And uh, you know that's that's the name of the game. You've got to know what what you offer, what you're good at, and and do your best to make make it happen for your uh, for your clients. That way, they keep coming back. You know. Yeah. Uh, when it was time to start um, refining uh, the way you approach business, such as uh, getting your website, also uh, making sure you've got your vision statement and mission statement, as you recently did, um, what was the catalyst to that? Why did you feel the, the need to, to get from just a regular uh, safety um, consulting seed that, that is a, a one-off event, and, and or maybe not one-off, but at least uh, something that you would consider as just uh, going from client to client to something where you're envisioning a, a bigger uh, a bigger organization so uh, what was that kind of uh, change like for you you know I I've been afforded the opportunity within my my roles in the corporate positions or uh, the companies that I've worked for and I've only worked for a handful of companies and that's always been the company's drivers and and I've been involved with the leadership trainings where we talk about key results and we try to get every Everybody to think about accountability. And so I think having those backgrounds really drove me to understand that if I'm going to go into business for myself, I've got to make sure that that I have some sort of vision, whether this is going to be a large company. I would say right now, my, my vision internally for us, not, not that when we tell everybody, but I'll tell everybody today is 
you know, right now I want to be up to like five to 10 people and us rocking it for our clients, you know, uh, doing a certain threshold of revenue a year. And, and so those things have come as I've learned to be a business owner and I've learned about where I want to be. And that has really uh, begin to just, as we grow, I, I've had to like refine that because I need to know where we're going. I need to lead where we're going. And I've learned those things just by, you know, the, the corporations that I've been in and understanding that those principles. Um, I'm currently reading a book uh, called uh, How, to, How to Grow Your Small Business by Don Miller. Uh, it's a really good book. Um, I, I've enjoyed it. It's really helped me start framing, you know, I've always talked about key results and the company's got to have key results and the CEO of these Fortune 500 has got to be on the same page about things are, and if everybody's not on the same page, how do we know where we're going? And that's often a problem within corporate America, right? They don't know where they're going. They don't know how their business grows. They don't know how the business works. And so I've heard all that. Well, for my small business, I've got to know, hey, what is our products? Where are we going? What are we doing? You know, who are we helping? And uh, so taking that that experience I've had and, and just incorporating it here, um, I think has really been good. Uh, I, I really like Don's approach. I've really changed some of our internal things. We recently uh, started talking about economic objectives as it relates to our mission. You know, I've done that before in corporate, corporate America, but um, for me and our company to see it grow, for 2024, I'll just give you one. We're, we're going to, you know, we're going to train about 1200 people in first aid CPR. That's our, that's our mission. And by the, and our, and our measure of success is that we train at least 1200 people in 2024 uh, and certify them, whether it's BLS, Heart Savior or whatever. That's our, that's our mission. That's our economic objective. I have a number that's tied to that on what that profit margin looks like. If we go beyond that, that's great. But I think, um, you know, as you start to get established, if you if you have a, a company already and you you're kind of like where I am, I think you got to start thinking about those things. When it when it's just you, you know, you got a goal. I want to make this much this year. Well, it's not just about me anymore. It's about company growth. It's about my employees and taking care of them, and you know those kind of things. And so I begin to put some pen to paper around what are our economic objectives. How many retainers are we going to try to land this year? How many? And that becomes like now things we're reaching for. We've got to get up every day and everybody's focused on those things. And so Don talks about having three top, your top three streams of, of revenue or the ones you want to be your top three uh, to have those as a part of your economic objectives in your, in your mission statement. And so um, anyway, I've said a lot about that, but I'm yeah, really yeah, happy yeah. about it. Now that means that, uh, that it's, it's connected with you. It's something that you're going to do. It's something you're motivated on. It's a vision. You probably have it on some sort of vision board, if you would. And, uh, so that means that it's, it's, it's an entity now to you. It's live. It's, it's your baby right. <laughs> and that's good. So tell us about your, um, your, what about when you decided that just Justin may not be good enough and that you're, you, you did the, the, the math that says, 
I probably need to start hiring and uh, and how am I going to structure that? Is it 1099? Is it W-2 and all that stuff? How did you start dealing with uh, when you knew that it was time to grow? Um, and and to what, what are some of the, the questions that you needed to answer before you can make that decision? You know, I think and, and, it, and I'll be honest with you, that's recently just happened where we're, we're really now in the last six months have had uh, I have one full time employee. I, I'm still doing, you know, mostly part, part time stuff, but running it from the background. Um, I think, you know, for me, it was really early on. Um, I would take on projects that I couldn't get done by myself and knew I could do with the help of another part time person. And so, um, you know, or, you know, different things. And that's a that's kind of growing, uh, evolving and changing um, as we need. So now with our CPR business um, growing like it was, that was really the time I've landed some uh, some some jobs where uh, in the last six months, though, where we staffed a, a six to nine week turnaround with a couple people. And so having them that many weeks out the year and those kind of things is that's, that's kind of how I knew. Um, but, you know, we're still growing. <laughs> we're, we're not, we're not where I want to be yet. And, but we're, we're giving it everything we've got and we're going after it every day. And so I think, I think you, you can't be scared to take on projects that you may need a little extra help from. You just have to think about how much you're going to pay somebody else and what's that going to cost you and figure out, we talk about profit margin. All right. What's the profit margin going to be? And I'm open and candid about, you know, with, with some of my guys that are more my leadership, what I, who I have working with me now are my leadership kind of guys. They're, if, if we grow to where, if when we grow to where I want to be, they're going to be uh, the ones in those, you know, intimate conversations about, hey, we've got this client. We're going to do this project. It's going to be X amount of dollars. And this is what those are the kind of people I'm surrounding myself with. Um, and, you know. Uh, as we go, I, I feel like for a while we'll probably have mostly part time help until, you know, we decide to hire some more people, you know, but it's it's just an everyday ever changing, depending on what we what we get and who we're helping. Um, the vision's there, the, the mission's there and we're going to keep working it. And uh, if that takes more people, then you just got to do it, you know, and, you know, be transparent with people. And that's that's all you got to do. Um you know, uh, the, the, the folks I have, you know, we worked out their rates and they're, they're compensated. Uh, and it was a casual conversation. It wasn't just a, Hey, I'm hiring. So the folks I hire right now, the people I know and I trust, right. And that, that'll eventually if we get big enough, it'll be something that we have to consider in our hiring processes. And we've already talked about that, but, uh, for now we're just grassroots trying to start this thing. Um, from the very bottom. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 That's, you know, you got to, that's uh, it's, that's everybody's starting point, right? Yeah. Uh, so let me ask you another one, just one more question so I could squeeze this one in. Uh, I hear this one a lot. So I, I, I'm going to give you what my usual answer is. And then let's also hear what your philosophy is. So I, I get this question a lot, either you know, on uh, Facebook groups or people catch me and uh, after a class or something, and they're thinking about consulting. Uh, one of the things that that, that brings fear to them is how are they going to price? And some of the times with the pricing, 
they're trying to figure out what's market value. So they always ask, you know, how do I find out what my competitor is charging? So you could charge similar to the competitor. But I kind of flip it around a little to say, uh, you know, it's not more about your competitor. It's what you're bringing to the table is usually what I tell them. And I said, you might be more than your competitor, but you're looking at your experience. You're looking at your insurance. You're looking at uh, if you need to get a sub or whatever. And you have to reflect that, especially if it's travel and per diem and all that stuff. So your pricing may not be what the market is. Are you going to still be good enough, uh, feeling good enough that the dollar figure that you, you end on is uh, equitable to you as opposed to matching what a competitor is doing because you don't know if they're underselling. Uh, so that's usually my conversation with the philosophy. And I always tell them, start with what you were normally thinking about with your hourly salary and never charge hourly. <laughs> but right. I say, think about it first and how much time it's going to take for you to do this actual job and think of it in that terms first and then start adding in with travel and and per diem and uh, any other things that's going to cost you for services and get that number and then add a multiplier to it or, or, or put a multiplier to it, I should say, not add because that's two different math functions, but uh, put a multiplier to that and then sit with that number for a little while and see how you feel. And usually my multiplier is three three times that number, whatever you say, give it a three X after you finish that. And uh, that's uh, putting in the profit margin, if you would. And at that point, sit with it a little. So that's my philosophy. And I've been you know, candid about that in, in a few episodes already. So talking to another professional at this, what, what do you usually tell when people say, man, how do you price this 10 hour class? Or how do you price this, uh, the site safety uh, for a job? Uh, so go ahead and I'll, I'll let you uh, get get an answer to that one. Yeah, it's, it's a constant conversation on this, just even internally to, to the folks working with me is what do we charge, what, you know, for this client? And, um, you know, we like to have going rates for each person and how much time it takes. And, you know, it, it really depends. And and I'm still growing in this, not the best. I think I, I messaged you the other day and asked you, hey, you've shared before, what what, what are you charging for OSHA 10? I was benchmarking because I had a, I, you know, I have a client asking for that. And, and, you know, you have to consider volume. You have to consider quantity. You have to consider work that they're going to give you after that job's over with. You have to, and you can't bid jobs on promises and prayers. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, it, it does come, what are you, what are you valued at? Sure. They can hire somebody else. But what are you, what is your work valued at? And I think when you show folks um, the work that you can do and the value that you do bring to the table, the price will work itself out. Uh, I, I've I have been confident in that. You know, have I overpriced something and realized it later? Yeah. Have I underbid something? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have bumps and bruises along the way. Um, at the same time. Um, you know, I think it's a, it's a journey. And if you're entrepreneurial minded and you're growing and you're learning how to do those things, you'll find, you'll find that, that smooth spot that you need to be in that works well for you and your, your organization that you're trying to build. Uh, but it, it, to, to bring that home a little bit, it really does go back to what you said, Sheldon. You know, I look at everything. How much time is that going to take us? What's the, what's the material is it going to cost? Um, you know, it, it, it starts to become easier when you do repeatable things. 
you know, such as an OSHA 10 or a, a CPR first aid class, right? It, it's, we know what our profit margins are. We know what kind of discounts we can give. We've, we've come up with pricing sheets. You know, we, we've done all that, but uh, it, it really comes down to, and we've lost jobs. I'm going to be frank about that. Like we were too high. We were, you know, somebody didn't want to do it that way. Anyway, it, it's, you, you can't be afraid of the fear of failure. You're going to lose jobs. You're going to have folks that are just going to go with somebody else. They feel more comfortable, whatever. But the ones you do land, remember, a lot of times if you do a good job, they're going to come back. They're going to come back to that well. They're going to use you again. And then they're going to tell other people about you. And so it, it, it's creating a snowball effect there. And that's, you know, I guess that's just my experience with it. Um, and, you know, pricing things out is always going to be something that I've I'm going to be involved in as, as we grow as the owner, because I've been doing it the longest and I've, I know what's, I know what our services cost. You know, I know what I've got to pay, you know, this person and I know what, you know, it's going to take to, you figure those things out and um, you just, just got to just step back, do the numbers, (laughs) put the multiplier on it and not be afraid and go after it so all right and uh i did say one last question but i'm squeaking in one more because it just came out (laughs) it just popped in my brain uh so one of the big things that you always see with consultants especially when you first get started is the highs and lows you get money guy and then where's the money go you get money (laughs) where'd money go uh so uh to smooth that out especially now that you have uh you have your your team that's working with you uh what's your your philosophy to to get off that that uh that seesaw that goes up and down and up and down uh is there a way that you you've learned to to even that out work-wise yeah i think it's a that's a constant thing too right we're learning in that it, it, it's we're we're small grassroots but you know one thing i've learned just reading this new book from from don don miller how to grow a small business is you know get your operational uh, check an account, you know, know, know what you need to have to run the business. And we have low overhead here. Uh, to be honest with you, it's really low, but businesses eat cash. And he said that that's not my saying it's his. And you have got to know that, uh, it's going to take money to make money. And so you, you have to, I'm going to be honest with you for, for some of the projects, you know, in, in, and I've been, you know, early, early on and, I would just pour back into the business to get it going, especially, uh, you know, as I've been part time. And so maybe not taking anything, I've just been pouring it in so that I can flip and make more money. And that's the thing I think you have to think about when you're getting started is, are you willing to go a little while, you know, part time and build up, build up a, a good nest egg of, of things that you need to keep cash flow. Cash flow is your, your number one killer in business. And so we're working actively to create revenue streams that are constant cash flows, whether they be retainer services or, you know, online, we have our online training platform. Um, it's www.safetytrainingcoalition.com. It's on my website. If you want to check it out, that's barksdalesafety.com, but you can see Safety Training Coalition. We've created it where there's a, a an annual fee for the users of that. And we're building course content to where, you know, you, you can, folks can build that. But Thinking of products, thinking of services where you can charge a monthly thing versus just one-off projects. Um, I was looking the other day and just a little bit into my business. We currently have about eight streams or buckets 
of revenue. And I was thinking about that and I said, how cool is that? You know, a year ago, I don't know if I had, I couldn't tell you if I had three, two or what, but now I've compartmentalized it into eight. And I know the things that we're trying to do to grow the top three and the rest, we're going to continue to grow. But those things I think are important as you start off is what do you want to do? What do you want to help people with? Um, and, and just going back to, back to that is, Make sure you got cash flow. Make sure you're, you're staying ahead of that. And it's a challenge. I'm not going to sit here and pretend it's easy. It's uh, it's certainly an everyday thing that we consider. And, you know, you, you may have been in safety for 30 years and want to start your consultancy. But when you run a consultant business, you got to understand it's a business. And it's it's uh, not just all your money, you know, unless you're just part time for yourself. Right. Um, when you're trying to grow it like I am, it's it's a business and, and there's business money. And, and then I have my personal account, my personal checking account, and I have the businesses checking account. and I have an amount I pay myself. So it, it's structuring things like that and, and professionalizing your business, as Don Miller says in his book, I think has, has started to help me really grow things. And uh, anyway. All right. Well, thank you for, you know, truly being able to open that hood up for us and let us see inside that that engine that's been driving your your organization. So uh, please go ahead and give us the website again. And if there's a number or email that everyone could reach you uh, so that they could, you know, get some help or get some uh, at least get to talk to you a little and 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 see uh, what, which what way they could could use your services. Sure. And and so our website, uh, all, the major website is www.barksdalesafety.com. That's barksdalesafety.com um, for our, uh, and there's links to our other websites that we have on that website. So I'll spare the details on that, but you can email me at justin at barksdalesafety.com. Justin at barksdalesafety.com. Um, we, you know, I answer it. So <laughs> We, uh, you know, it, it may be evening time. It may be, it may be a day or so, but, uh, I'll answer it, especially, uh, knowing, knowing that there's other folks that may need help or just, just want to talk. So, um, I appreciate you, Sheldon. And I'll just say this, that you've been that kind of guy for me. I can just text or message and it may be a day or so, but you get back to me. And that's, I think that's important to do when you're in businesses, just get back to people, you know? So, um, Thank you for having me today. And uh, I really appreciate appreciate this opportunity to uh, just share a little bit about what I'm doing and, and really just uh, thankful there's other people like you trying to help people like me <laughs> get started. So that's a that's a that's a good thing. Uh, no problem. I'm glad to help. And yeah, I'm like, I'm with you. Just leave a message. I'll get back. <laughs> it may take a little because of class or whatever, traveling, but I'll get back to you. So, yep. Uh, Justin, thank you so much for being part of the show. And uh, honestly, it's been so good having you as part of my, uh, my reference page and my networking group. It's been awesome for it. Thank you, man. Hey, appreciate you. This episode has been powered by Safety FM. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast or broadcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within the past hour are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based on very limited and dated open source information. 
Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast or broadcast may be reproduced, stored within a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast or broadcast, Sheldon Primus.